What is up, guys? Welcome to the Straight Edge Wrestling Podcast, uh, March the seventh edition. Jesus Christ, we're already in March. Ah, we're getting we're getting closer to normality resuming in the UK. Uh, he says. What tomorrow? T- t- tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. That's it. End of COVID leaves. Uh, if you're new here. Please like and subscribe to us here on, on YouTube. Have everyone follow us on Twitter at SEW underscore podcast. All the social links are down below. Um, this has been a very good week for wrestling, in my opinion, I think, for a lot in a lot of ways. I just got to ask one question. Can people hear you? People can hear me. I have unmuted myself this week, unlike last week when I recorded an entire show on mute without realising. But yes, the people can hear me. Um yeah, so I think it's been a good. I think it's been a good week for like, on the shows as a whole. I think it's been pretty strong. I think SmackDown yep. was actually for the first time the weakest show of the week. I also feel today threw away some matches that should be at pay per views and especially WrestleMania. Yep, yep, yep. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, before we before we get onto that, there is an awful lot of news that has come out this week. Uh, I think we, we we start with the news that um, Jim Crockett Jr passed away at the age of 76 uh, on Wednesday night. It was minutes after the AEW show went off the air. Uh, Brian Alvarez broke the news and, and, and Robert Gibson broke the news that uh, he'd passed away. He, he'd been ill for a very short period of time with kidney and liver issues and then he died of organ failure. And I, I've listened to a few people talk about him this week. Like He introduced you know, Tony Schiavone into the business. Uh, people like Jim Ross and stuff were like part of, uh, part of Jim Crockett promotions in the NWA back in the day. And I think it's weird that he's one of those names which no one ever mentions now. He's been whitewashed, you know, at WWE's history books. Um, and like without him, WCW doesn't exist because that was his promotion. He, yep. he created the big gold belt. You know, he created Ric Flair as where well, he gave Ric Flair the biggest platform he'd ever had. He created the Nature Boy persona. Um, uh, Dusty Rhodes was his like right hand man. War Games, creating War Games and all that under him. Starcade, all these like really, really infamous things that we all now as wrestling fans know and sort of treasure as like uh, uh, memories and history. But he sort of just gets lost out of it. You know what I mean? They they give a lot of credit, rightly. They give a lot of credit to you know Dusty uh, for creating lots of things and and all that, but. Jim Crockett's actual management of the entire business. He was the NWA president for more than a decade. He ran he, he ran basically all of the territories and was really one of the only people that um, tried to put up a fight against uh, Vince McMahon in the, in the 1980s, you know, because nobody else was, was basically, everyone else was selling to him, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, Vern Garnier and all them were all selling out to Vince and, and Jim Crockett, actually tried to put a fight up um, against him it's a real shame because i think i think he gets overlooked and i think that is a shame wwe did acknowledge him uh you know with a rest in peace thing but nothing on the shows nothing on smackdown i noticed whatsoever yeah let's be honest though wwe aren't very good at acknowledging people when they die either if they do you're lucky if you get a minute yeah Uh, i I think that's a damn shame i think it's a shame that we've we've spoken about this before that we spoke about this with brody you know how where, where, how the hell do they decide who gets a, just a graphic, who gets nothing, and who gets a ten bell salute, who gets a video? You know, it just seems completely uh, random. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's a bit weird. But there's there's a lot over at um, ad free shows. Comrade Thompson literally just did a three hour sit down interview with Jim Crockett Jr. Um, a month ago, a, a, a video interview going through his entire history in wrestling. And genuinely, it's a great, great, great watch. And 
Uh, Eric Bischoff and Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross, and all them have, have, have spoken about him this week and have, they're doing shows on him. So if you if anyone does want to learn more about Jim Crockett, go and listen to their their shows because they go into they've got about twelve hours worth of content this week just on Jim Crockett Jr., which is pretty incredible. You know, I, I love that. Um, also, something which both of us this week have, have said is a stupid idea. New Japan is merging. They have ceased their New Japan and end up IWGP heavyweight title and IWGP. She's one of the best looking belts around yeah, at the moment. And the IWGP intercontinental title. They have both ceased to exist and they're now created the New Japan World Heavyweight Championship. Right. Which fair enough, whatever. But it starts a brand new lineage with Kota Ibushi as the very first champion. That's the bit which makes no sense. Like, could you imagine how many times has WWE rebranded their shit? <laughs> they're not just going to do away with Hogan and and Bruno and all that. Like, they're not just going to. I don't know. They do try and wipe like Ric Flair and Hogan out of existence every once in a while when they do something stupid. That, 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 is, that is very true. That is very true. Yeah, but like, that's. I think that's crazy. The, the New Japan, uh, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship has a huge lineage, right? Like dating back to Antonio Inoki yeah. and and Hogan and all them, like being the inaugural ones back 40 years ago like it's a, it's a major title as you say it's gorgeous it's like such a nice title they haven't they haven't shown the new um, what the new belt actually looks like at all and when you if you go on um not that obviously i don't speak japanese so i, I didn't i couldn't understand the press conference but they, they done a did you know what did you know subtitles? no they didn't have any because that, that's not that'd be way too kind wouldn't it um they done a press conference with the president of new japan sort of announcing it and when you click on the youtube video the like to dislike ratio is about five percent like and ninety five percent dislike. <laughs> like the, the the bar is massive because everyone is like, and you, you know you can click and it you, it clicks like translate comment and stuff. Yeah. And I was like translating some of the comments from Japanese and ninety percent of them were just like, "This is stupid. <laughs> wow, stupid. Why you do this sort of thing?" So does that mean they're going to have to redesign then the uh, junior weight belt because that's like the small version of or the heavyweight version? I, 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 I don't know. I'd see. If they're smart, they keep pretty much the same design, right? Like, if they're smart. Because that's such an iconic look. Then why retire the fucking belt? No, I agree. I agree. I think there's no logic to... Just retire the Intercontinental fucking title, then, and just keep that one yeah. going. See, this is one of those things, again, like, I listened to Dave Meltzer talk about it, and sort of, you know, as he does, blow smoke up Japan's ass, or whatever, where he was saying, well, you know, because they can't beat Kota Ibushi, who holds both belts. They booked the damn show <laughs> you know they chose to put them in that situation they can get themselves out of that situation look look how how well for once how well wwe handled bobby lashley right he lost that yeah. belt didn't lose an ounce of steam if, if you want to take a belt off someone you can do it in a smart way so that's i, I think that's a cop out oh, what this is the whole thing going about just so abushi is being basically stripped of titles. Yeah, so like because they didn't, they don't want him to lose titles. They don't want, to, they don't want to pin their world heavyweight champion to make them lose the intercontinental. So this is like an easier solution, right? Which isn't an easier solution. It's stupid. Uh, it, I don't know. I don't. Know. Well, it's not hard to do something like that. They have a fucking group called the Bullet Club. Have them come down and beat the living shit out of him. He loses the belt quick, but he's the Bullet Club member. And have Jay White get his head kicked in by somebody else with the yeah. There you go, boom, Bobby Orton. I know. I know New Japan doesn't like doing, you know, the what WWE does with like the screw finishes and all that that often. 
come on, they do them once every now and then. Once is fine. Do, do, literally, take a page for once out of WWE's playbook. Do the triple threat. Keep, keep Ibushi strong. Someone else takes the pin. Like WWE's, that's how many times have we seen that in wrestling? Like Jesus Christ, it's not. It's not rocket science but yeah but they've also got ways like i've just said because they have these big fucking factions and they want to use it and just have them get demolished all you gotta do is build a story up you're exactly right build a story up with two members of the bullet club being in a being in a three-way with him you know so then he's outnumbered like they could do a million different things but yeah whatever it's it's a silly idea I, I think Will Ospreay would look great with you to kind of title on his on his show I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to know um whether they whether they walk it back, you know what I mean? Because they've had just nothing but people shitting on them. So, I, and New Japan does have a history of just go, uh, like panicking and then going, oh no, we're not going to do that. Never mind, ignore it. You saw nothing here. What? Not having a Batman? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I said it in a nicer way, but yeah, exactly that. <laughs> um, also, uh, this is this is such a bizarre one. I didn't bring this up uh, to you when we were talking before because it's but it's just so funny. WWE has banned thigh slaps. Why? It's one of you know you know when um you know when we've spoken about this before when Vince McMahon gets something in his head and he just he gets obsessed with that one thing for a couple. Yeah, of but weeks. doesn't it just mean it's like it's you're gonna make your show sound stupid because it means that you're gonna have no sound of any yeah, connection because like Shawn Michaels. I'm sorry, we've seen Shawn Michaels was doing the damn thigh slap back in like 1990. You know, with the speech and music because that's the contact noise because he's not fucking kicking them. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, let's be honest. How often do you actually see someone slapping their fucking thigh when it comes yeah. to TV? I think I think the worst people for it are the, the young bucks in AEW, where <laughs> you can openly see them like, like slapping the living shit. And like, yeah, but they are super kicking people about thirty <laughs> times in a bit, yeah. in a five minute period. I think I think I don't think banning. I think you're exactly right. As well. I don't think banning fly, thigh slaps is the answer. I think teaching that the wrestlers to disguise it is the answer right like because that's that, just make sure you pay us and in the fucking box controlling the cameras does a good thing at the right for now you, you can see when the super kick and things like that you're, you're, like that, you're, you're exactly right you are exactly right yeah yeah exactly yeah be better at production and wwe is pretty good at that kind of thing you know disguising it don't get me wrong every once in a while yeah you're gonna you may get that thing yeah, when you notice it yeah. but it's once in the blue fucking yeah, get over but it. it is it's one i'd the... rather have the slap and hear the sound and i agree i agree but i, I found that have... I found that so funny and so trivial, but yeah, the, all the reports were that there were signs up all over like gorilla and stuff before people went out, out to the ring saying no thigh slaps and all that, like, and that they'd had a brief memo and stuff sent around to say, which is just, just so ridiculous. It's so yeah, it's what you want right now. Yeah. In a period where you don't have, have an audience, there's even less noise in the ring. That, that's a great, yeah, exactly. Spot on. Yeah. That's what... If you want to do it, wait till rest on fucking menu when you've got some people in there to fuck. Yeah. You're right. You're exactly right. <laughs> I can't even say anything about it. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Here's another weird one which I didn't bring up to you because I want to get your honest reaction to this because this is just, it's disgusting, like completely disgusting. Right. So, Jerry Ryan, who we know is, uh, has been accused of just awful amounts of sexual abuse and, and, uh, uh, and sexual assaults and different things, right? So he's been kicked out of basically everything. He, he closed down all his social media, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Nobody wanted to book him uh, in any shows, rightly. And then there was a show announced, which was called the uh, Women's Wrestling for Charity show. It was like a, a show which basically had like Molly Holly on it. It had um, 
Chris Cage was going to be on there, Carlito. There was dozens and dozens of people, loads of um, legendary women wrestlers and, and, uh, and male wrestlers and stuff. Um, AEW was sending some of its talent over there, blah, 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 because it was seen to be a, a thing for like, women's, a women's charity, you know, to protect them for sexual assault, etc., etc. So it transpires because they released a, um, uh, a, a poster which had Joey Ryan's face on it, tiny, hidden, that Joey Ryan actually created the show using a fake name uh, and a fake company, uh, had a charity set up by a real right-wing evangelical Christian group which tries to um, mind-fuck women, basically, and, and, and slut-shame them and all this. Uh, basically, it was a front to try and get him booked on wrestling shows again and make it look normal. And all these wrestlers were contacted by someone completely different. They were led to believe that when the name Joey was being used, it was Joey Janella. So they were thinking it was Joey Janella, not Joey Ryan. Obviously, Tony Khan, and good on him, tweeted out basically saying, my talent is going nowhere, which has anything to do with Joey Ryan. Um, if, uh, and uh, if, if I knew he had anything to do with it, I would never even agree to it in the first place. You know? And obviously the, sh the show's now been cancelled because all the talent pulled out when they, f when they found out. Is this not just the most ridiculous man in the pl on the planet? I never liked him from the moment I saw him on TV in Impact. <laughs> I just what a complete bell end. Uh, th that is I, I, when I was reading, I was thinking this this can't be right, can it? But uh, um, Sean Rossap pointed out, I think it was, um, and David Bixenspan pointed out that he had attached his because he owned a wrestling school called Bar Wrestling. Um, and so when you went to buy tickets, the money was being sent to bar wrestling. And that was how people found out because the money was being sent directly to Joey Ryan for tickets. Just, uh, but he was so egotistical. He couldn't keep his damn face off the poster, you know? <laughs> so the second everyone saw his face, they were like, nope, not if he's there. <laughs> awful, awful man. Oh, God damn it. Well, you never, if you don't try, you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Um, Anyway, the show... Oh, no, NXT. NXT uh, moving probably the week after oh, WrestleMania. Well, because they're losing the war, or you yeah. know, not because of a general sport and the networks above them are saying, move your fucking no, show. No, no, no. They, they are terrified of AEW. They're terrified that they're going to be bankrupted at the hands of Tony Khan, because that's what the internet's told me. Um, no. They do know they do know they can't actually bang off NXT, right? <laughs> yeah, like they couldn't even fucking come close. Um, no. And NXT is owned by you know WWE, which is a multi-billion yeah. dollar not, company, not, not going anywhere <laughs> anytime soon. Um, yeah, no. So uh, NBC, we I mentioned this on the show, I think back last year, that NBC was looking to shut down its sports division, NBC Sports, and as a result of that, they would be merging their sports. Um, shows programming onto the other networks, onto NBC, onto USA and the NHL the National Hockey League airs on a Wednesday always has, aired on a Wednesday it gets comparable or less viewers than NXT but as we discussed it gets better goddamn ad revenue for sure you know but the funny thing is all, all of a sudden what's the better than um, the hockey steals fans from AEW That'd be so funny if, 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 if people are like oh hockey's on on a Wednesday oh, I'll watch that instead that'd be so funny and do you know what the thing is right just to see Tony Khan's fucking face the, the, the thing here right is which I'm really really interested in is 
AEW tends to get sub AEW varies quite rapidly, doesn't it? But it's like tends to get seven hundred thousand to about a million or so viewers. Um, and NXT gets about five hundred to six hundred thousand sort of thing. I'd be very interested to see how many are the same damn viewer because when NXT is not on air, how what AEW's number goes up to. Because I, I imagine it will probably go up a bit. If they don't break a million every single week, the very first week NXT goes off the air, then something is hideously wrong. And that means... But, that at least we, but apart from all that, who cares about that part of the fucking numbers? At least we now get the Tuesday night, Tuesday night wars. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, they go up against Impact. I think, uh, I think NWA Power is on Tuesdays as well. Um, you wait for it because all of a sudden this is where AC3 is definitely going to become a fucking main member of fucking Impact and te- take the charge of destroying NXT. It's like, I will get my revenge. <laughs> yeah, and uh, what's it, what else was on Tuesday? Oh, Dark. Yeah, Dark. Um, That's not a TV it's, show. It's yeah. not a TV show, no. It's uh, it's a ridiculously long Dark show with some, with some with some good content. I shouldn't say that. There was some good content. Well, no, it's not. A, it's a ridiculously long thing. It's the fact that they've put sixteen matches on a two-hour show, so you can't particularly show off your talent as well as you could do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, start with Raw. Obviously, I right. I think they handled. We'll, we'll talk about some other matches in a bit, but let's talk about the main story first. I think they handled Bobby Lashley and Miz here. What, Sherish and Drew? <laughs> yeah, I think they handled Bobby Lashley and the Miz here extremely well. Extremely well. What's Shane McMahon's fucking problem with fucking the Miz? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. So I'll I tell you this, right? When, when the first match started and they'd done the fuck finish and Miz ran away, I was like, God damn it, God damn it. They're, they're, I was like, yes! They're going to drag this out to fast lane. God damn it, they're going to drag it out. Um, I don't. I think Miz is, was doing his character quite well with the belt at the moment for it. So. I, he had me. He had me hook, line, and sinker. Because I stayed <laughs> up and watched that live. And at one a.m., I really wanted to punch him in the face because I was like, "The son of a bitch has run away." I've stayed awake for this shit. And uh, the fact we we speak we speak about this all the time, don't we? I was just confused why all of a sudden at like what nine they had that nine o'clock deadline. I was like, "Why is that? Why is your title on the main event?" Was yeah, it did, did seem a bit weird. But that, that's that's a good point. It's like what I was about to say was that me and you talk about this all the time. In that there was a thread. Finally, there was a thread throughout all three hours. They to- they started. And once again, you shit on the Miz, but yet the Miz pulls it off, looking yeah, at Miz. Yeah. Does. And and the thing is, and Miz. Do- that's why he'll always be my WWE Miz champion. Doesn't get hurt by this. Miz is the Miz. He won it by being a little bitch. He loses it because he was a little bitch. And now he goes on and does the thing with Bad Bunny and Damian Priest at Mania, you know, which is a cool little spot to be in, you know. And he goes back to Mania and wins his title back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> see, I, I have always said that I genuinely think that The Miz is one of the best intercontinental champions ever. I really think he, he made that belt actually mean something for a long, long time. And I think that's like, that's his perfect position. But yeah, I think he's done well. And I genuinely... I, yeah, well, he can't be in the middle of time unless he goes yeah, back to SmackDown. So I genuinely think that they did an incredible job with Raw with um, weaving that thread throughout the show because I actually stayed awake for the first time, I think, probably since the Raw after Mania last year. You chat about it. You don't sleep. <laughs> I never normally stay awake for the third hour. I, I, I normally either just fall asleep through boredom or I turn it off because I'm like, oh, this is just ridiculous. Nothing's happening. But I actually stuck around and watched all three hours, which is novel. Um 
because I thought they did a good job. Well, how else would you ever how else would you ever find out if that population won the yeah, title? Yeah, well, well norm, normally I'd have woken up next morning and just seen on Twitter and thought, oh, okay, right, I'll go back and watch that that last match. But no, I, I enjoyed that. But there wasn't all positives on Raw. Drew McIntyre and Sheamus was an incredible, incredible, incredible match. But why the fuck was it put on a Raw TV it show? It should not have been on Raw. That was, as you've been saying on this show, we've got it, we've got it, we've got it. That was a Mania match, ready, built story. Yeah, I think that scares me now is they may lead it into a three-par match and it will just be, sh- you have a good second match and then the third one at WrestleMania will just yeah. be shit. Well, the, 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 room, the rumor in innuendo at the moment, it's a bearing in mind, like, they haven't actually finalized the WrestleMania card yet. Five weeks out. They managed to sign. Uh, they managed to sign Brock Lesnar. By, by the sounds of it, no, right? And this, that's because I'd love to see Lashley yeah, and exactly. Lesnar for the WWE exactly. Championship. That, that was my point, right? Because that's what I would like. That's a match we've both said for many years is a match which should happen. <laughs> um, but actually, what it seems like, because Brock's not really with them, um, is that they'll go with Drew and, Drew and Bobby. That's actually what it sounds like is the plan at the moment. I... Yeah. Um, and I don't, and it makes me worry that what they're planning is they want Drew to have his moment in front of fans that he should have had last year, and I really hope they don't because this is Bobby's moment. This yeah. is this is the this is the time for Bobby. He they they have built yeah. that man so well since the travesty of the Lana Rusev thing that happened. You know they. What since he basically come back? Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and, and we we should um, and the thing is like MVP. That man deserves a freaking medal. Like, <laughs> what he's done for, like, all... You notice the trend with MVP and Lashley. You put them together and Lashley wins the belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's like, M- MVP's done done wonders for um for, for the Hurt business. Like, generally, all of them have... have well, MVP's done. done wonders for fucking Lashley's career. Every time it comes yeah. to the point where he's supposed to have the belt, he gets injured. Hmm. And Lashley steps at the text. Also, just a side note, I, I know MVP is injured, Right now, but how cool does that cane make him look? I, don't know. I really, I was like, I want to, I want to wear a pin pack. Yeah, I was like, there was a picture they put up on WWE.com of, not on their Instagram of like the hurt business and him sat down with the cane. I was like, he just looks like the freaking Godfather. You know, it's, it's so cool. I really wanted to put a nice pin pack on with the feather. Yeah, put on the side. Yeah, <laughs> I think they look so cool. But yeah, I don't know where they go now with Drew and Sheamus. I think that's, I, I think it's a shame. And, and I think do you know what makes it even more of a shame is. They had such a good match, and by all accounts, everyone's saying that Vince and all the others in the back absolutely loved it. They were they were raving about it, and I hope that what that when they came through the curtain when that was such a good match, Vince was kicking himself, saying, "God damn it, that should have been a Mania thing." I've wait, I've yeah. wasted a Mania. But you know, Vince wouldn't be. No, no. Or they're going to dump it on Mania again, and it won't have the heat then because we've seen it. You know, it just won't. Have it. Problem is, it's like you look at like the Rock and Hogan. They did it at WrestleMania, then they did the rematch, and the rematch was just crap. Exactly. exactly. I- I've said this a million times on this show to like ad nauseum. You know, when Austin and Rock had their first Mania meeting, we never saw them in a one-on-one match leading up to that, right? Because they wanted that first meet match to mean something. If, if they do it at Mania, cool, but it just it won't have that that same energy, that same feel. Yeah, but you, to make it feel as big, you're going to have to add some epic stipulations to it. Or, or introduce like Wade Barrett or something. 
you know, because then they could, that would be like a cool little thing. They could, no, they could do that. I'd be happy with that if they could bring a three-way in with the three of them because they've all got the same history, haven't they, together? It'd be kind of cool, but... Wade Barrett doesn't work really wrestle anymore, though. No, but apparently he's been uh, he's been in the PC uh, and he was being evaluated, so... I don't know what I'm hoping for, though, for WrestleMania is the general return. Yeah, see, everything's gone a bit because radio they, silent they, on that front. Well, no, because they tweeted that there's some people tweeted out about it with him and how good he's now looking mm. in condition wise, and you just like, mm, it's on me. Yeah, a, a couple of people, a, a couple of all, a couple of quite um, respect people who I trust in the rest of the business uh, have said that he did sign the WWE contract, but other people haven't been able to verify it. Uh, what what sort of contract it was, whether it was a performer one, le- new legends did whatever. Um, I really hope, but we're getting very close now. So, so it, 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 we've got to have to wait. If, if he's not on the Raw after Fastlane, then I think we have our answer, right? Because otherwise, otherwise a bit rushed. You said it has to be on Raw. Or SmackDown, or SmackDown, or SmackDown. Yeah, that's true, that's a good point. Although, I mean, yeah, to be fair, because Edge is now basically on SmackDown, it'd make more sense if Christian's there as well, because then they can have some nice little meetings and shit, whatever. And Edge finally gets his title match, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Um, I tell you what, there was something else on, on Raw which I made note about, but Damien Priest, right? I think he's so good. I genuinely think he's incredible. But I don't understand why they're putting him in like really long matches. Why they're not just letting him like mow through people right now. Why they're having him be competitive. Because I, I know he looks good. It because makes while really good, he's but... on TV, so is a certain other celebrity. You're right. You are right. You're, you're, you're exactly right. They, they, they just want to maximise him at the time they have Bad Bunny on their set. But. Yeah, it's a bit weird, but I'm I'm happy that Bad Bunny and him have have like a friendship because as long as Bad Bunny is around him, they are not going to beat Damien Priest. Damien Priest is going to be as protected as the Undertaker, you know, because they don't want to fuck with Bad Bunny and um, being on the show. So I'm, that I'm glad about because I love Damien Priest. So, I talking about another thing. It looks like the one thing that is irritating me at the moment is that everyone seems to be overlooking the next pay-per-view that's coming up and going, oh, let's talk about WrestleMania. I don't know. One of them being Charlotte Flair. She, she just challenges Asuka, right? Uh, oh, Asuka's concussed, by the way, because of that um, kick from Shayna, which was, yeah, you know, it was, it was well, a genuine mistake. It, like, well, they generally build it up to the thing. Yeah, yeah you see the video for the job anyway, even in tweets and stuff where people said, at least... First thing Shayna does is stop and just go down. And she, she went down and checked on that, and it was just—it was one of those bad timing things, weren't it? Shayna swung. I did. I did like the slow over, slow mo on picture of Raw. You see a tooth come flying out. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> listen, like when you watch that slow mo, you just see that Oscar just turns her head at the exact wrong time into the oncoming foot, just to be. Oh, that's right. Always blame the victim. You do, don't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm victim blaming. Yeah, it was, it was just one of those like genuine like errors weren't it just bad yeah. timing and it's like i feel so bad for oscar because yeah I, but yeah she she did genuinely suffer a concussion by all, by all accounts which is which is a shame but i uh, shocking once again there's another reason why she can't defend her belt i yeah yeah i hope to god i'm sorry i don't want to see charlotte and oscar again i'm sorry huh? I, they have great really? matches although to be honest i'd be happy charlotte having the belt so i wouldn't mind someone fucking defending the women at the and, and, time. and if charlotte had the belt that they would actually have her on on the car they, they um I mean, what was the last pay- what pay-per-view that just went? Oh, Elimination Chamber. It's like, why just, Why wasn't she there? Why wasn't she on the cut? But, like, she's backstage. That's the thing which must... And it must be infuriating to her, right? That 
she's sat there with a fucking belt in her hand and they're just not even... Yeah, but then it's the more frustrating thing, like, at the moment with the pay-per-view coming up next, you know, I have Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair going, well, you just had that with the Raw Women's Fucking Tag Team Champion. I would rather see a fucking women's title match. I don't fucking care about seeing the women's champion. We have had this conversation ad nauseum, right, haven't we, over the past two years, that yeah. they they can only do one at a time. Only the tags, t- titles, or the women's. They just can't do both. They, they, it's like... and I mean, I don't know who's running that damn women, women's division right now over at WWE. I really don't. Like, since Fitz's gone, since Fit Finley's gone, I genuinely have no idea who's running that women's division because they just can't seem... Probably Stephanie. Probably. Like, <laughs> but they, whoever it is can't seem to be able to keep track on anything, basically, on, on, on how many titles being defended, who, what, where. It's a bit, I don't know, it's a bit stupid. But anyway, NXT, what do you think about NXT? I enjoyed the show. Yeah, I thought it was good. I quite liked the uh, my boy Austin. Well, the uh, the, the therapy session it was so it was so funny. Fucking guys, a superstar. Yeah. I don't and, care. What and him and Johnny got a go. That was that was just that was a perfect pairing, <laughs> right? They they play off each other so damn well. They I I thought that was just fucking hilarious yeah but also makes that thing right now is indie as well yeah yeah she plays that <laughs> a, a, a role perfectly oh my god he's so sad things are dirty <laughs> oh that was so funny well do you know what's funny right is i didn't watch nxt um uh I, it was the only show i didn't watch live because i was watching aw so oh that's nice though. you don't watch nxt but so, fuck you um, i saw on reddit just a, a thing which said like um the things I do to him. I clicked on the video and I was like thinking, oh, please, please let me, let it be that Austin Theory says that line. And then when I was like, oh, God damn it, it wasn't, it was indie, but that was so funny. No, that, they, they, uh, they are so, and do you know what NXT is doing a really nice balance of, which they, they, they haven't done it in a while. Comedy and, and, and serious storytelling. And Pierce showing up and screwing over NXT female superstars. yeah. yeah. The, the son of Dick. a bitch is now everywhere. He's he's, he's going to show up on AEW at some point. I'd love the way they were in and Regal grabbed the order and they were having that conversation later on. Son well, of a bitch. What the fuck are you? Get the fuck out of here. Like... But these that shows that it's probably going to be Raquel Gonzalez that's going to at the WrestleMania takeover. Yes. Be the one to beat. Yeah. Yeah. So we got uh, uh, takeovers on two nights, I believe, this time. Tuesday. And Tuesday. Unless- Tony wins it just beforehand, which I'm really would love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm intrigued about that. I'm genuinely intrigued about what they're going to do. They've got so many women on NXT now, which they've and they're all fucking great superstars right now. If I'm built, honest, yeah. through lockdown, through the lockdown phases, they've done really fucking yeah, well. I agree. It's like they've built them so well. It's like, and and this is this is it's not really a knock at AEW but it is a knock at AEW well it is a knock at, it, is, it is I don't know what I'm saying it's a knock at AEW they, yeah, I don't know why I don't know, I, yeah, I don't know why I tried to like uh, sentiment of it I, I, they want that they go see I Dave I hear Mills. a lot of people like Dave Meltzer give them excuses for oh it's only been 18 months it's only been this as you just said spot on yeah. they rebuilt their women's division in NXT over the last year it, oh, during that pandemic they, they went from an okay division to genuinely having several top tier stars. Yeah, they went from having like your main sort of three or four with the others sort of podding around to now so many key things you just 
don't know where it's going yeah. to go. Yeah. That... And I want to see what uh, William Regal planning on. Because he said around part of that thing that he had an announcement eventually coming hmm. up to do with. So I'm wondering if after after that tag team thing, on whether he might do an, an NXT women's tag team. Yeah, they might do. They, they should do something yeah. with the women. And they may as well. The amount of that's, stars or women they got with NXT that, That's alone. what I mean. They just they genuinely got so many women now, and all of them are viable and, th- that you could see winning yeah. the title. And at the end of the day, not, unfortunately, I don't see an NXT women winning the WWE Tag Team Women's Championship. So I, 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 I think you're right. I think it's unfortunate, but yeah, I, I think I think you're right there. Because um, if they were going to do it, they would have done it there. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, obviously, next week we have uh, we now we now know we've got Finn Balor and uh, Adam Cole for the NXT title on on NXT. I have a match just thrown away. This is this is counter programming, right? This is them counter programming AEW and trying to do that. And I think they need to stop doing this shit. We they've done it way too often. You know, AEW announces Bash at the Beach, so NXT does Halloween Havoc, you know, that sort of thing. They, they do these things because they're like, oh, we need to counter-program it. How about you just focus on your damn stories because you tell good stories when you actually don't rush into shit, you know, and I think... Yeah, but I, I've got a feeling this one's just going to lead to, say, the quick comeback of Kyle. I, 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 I believe so, too. I think it's going to be a fuck finish and whatever, but then even that is like, oh, okay, cool. But you didn't, you didn't have to do that during a, an Adam Cole NXT title match. They could have done that. In a million other ways. Oh, but it's okay to do it in a Finn Balor title match, but not not an Adam Cole title <laughs> match. Yeah, yeah. Screw Finn. Finn, Finn. Finn's matches always end screwy somehow at the moment with, with the Undisputed Era. But th- th- this is this is what I meant though. By the way, is when I'm saying that they managed to tell a really good serious story and comedy stuff all in one. They're telling a great serious story of Undisputed Era, and then really, really genuinely funny stuff with Johnny Gargano and uh, and, and Austin Theory, which. Austin Fears a fucking superstar. Yeah. I, re- I, re- I really like the show. I think um, I think they're back into that phase now where they're obviously they're having to re- restart a load of stories, though, right? So they're having to like try get somewhere for NXT TakeOver. But they're in that weird phase where they TakeOver's too long away now to start building something in case it gets a bit dry by then. So now they're just sort of having to half arse a lot of stuff. But it's... It, but like, this goes to your point. You, I think you said it last week, week before, whatever, about... Um, uh, Needing some extra match, extra uh, takeovers they, they, or... The they need monthly pay-per-views. They need to go to, they need to, go to the 12. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think that goes to that because otherwise you, you have a lot of, like, down... You have good highlights of NXT, but then you have lots of just stuff which doesn't matter because they're just having to wait to start stories because, oh, we've got 12 weeks to our next show or whatever, you know. Well... WWE, where the main roster needs to remove one fucking <laughs> elimination chamber and fast lane, both at this stage is just pointless. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I mean, that's, was... that's the perfect example, right? Why why not just drop one of them and have one of them like as an NXT show, like a, just promote that instead of WWE having a paper. Oh, elimination chamber! <laughs> but like have an NXT have an NXT pay per view on a Sunday rather than a main roster, like. They could do a million different things, but yeah, I don't know. They, they don't seem to have the appetite to do that. And Dynamite, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. What do you think, first of all? It was interesting. I think, personally, I think this is the best Dynamite they've done in over a year. 
I think I think it was whether or not they told many stories, whatever. I was thoroughly entertained throughout the entire two hours. Well, I want to know why Undertaker showed up on AEW and took Shaq. Firstly, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about let's talk about Shaq, shall we? Because what a man! Like <laughs> he took that damn bump with the tables, which I never saw coming, and he looked pretty damn good in there, right? I got a minute. I was so glad for a couple of replays to show you that because originally when Cody did it, it looked like he landed on his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could, and and Shaq had um uh, had a little Brody Lee tribute. I put a picture up now when he done the razor bomb. He done, yeah, done the, the, the the Brody Lee. Uh, I thought that was yeah. I thought that was really, that was really nice, especially from a non wrestling guy, right? To to do that, I thought that was that was great. I put a picture. Up Cody screen. looked like a little bitch, didn't he? Yeah, he is such a big fucking dude, right? <laughs> it's actually. But I, I'll tell you who he Hated me in that match, Jade. Really? Yeah, she plays way too much to the crowd. Uh, yeah, uh, she yeah. overplayed on so many key things, and, and and do you know what I think is an issue here is that's her first ever match, right? Like, so other than like training matches, that's her first ever match in front yeah. of a crowd. That is risky as shit. Like, I know they they've got big plans for her and stuff, and she does look good. I think you're exactly right. She. I think she's a great wrestler, a great superstar for the thing, but she way I, I, overplayed on key things that she should have been. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're exactly right. And I think it's like, this is why this is why WWE has the performance center, right? And this is why they have NXT and stuff. And that's why they want to start like a new territory system because they want these people to be refined, ready to go on TV. And I, I think you're right. Like she was doing lots of posing and lots of whatever to the crowd. And it's great. Yeah, whatever. You can't do it 50 times in a match. You know, Chris Jericho does his like muscle pose, then he like where he puts his he puts his foot on someone's back. He he does it once. Well, he does yeah. it once in a match. He's not doing it five, six, seven, eight times. So, yeah, I think I think you're right. But she, well, yeah, but it was literally getting to the stage where she'd do a move and then pose. You like that seriously? Yeah, she she's she's got a lot of potential though. So I I am looking forward to seeing what they do with her. But then the ambulance thing happened. Yeah, I don't understand why I'm not taking straight up. Shaq just disappeared. What? I just want to know how the fuck can you someone not see someone who's over seven foot just disappear? No offense, he's got to duck through normal doorways and probably with normal single doorways go sideways because he's quite a fucking henchman. Big dude, didn't like Tony Schiavone lost a fucker. Like, come on, Tony, keep your eyes open. I'm telling you, Undertaker showed up. There's the only way. It's the only way you can make someone disappear. It isn't Undertaker. It's the thing. But they said like a Hall of Fame worthy person coming on on Sunday. <laughs> fucking lights go out Undertaker was like Vince wouldn't let me wrestle so here I am no he's got an ironclad fucking oh, fuck, 8 year fuck. contract I follow yeah. Paul I like Paul's attitude so I went yeah. with Paul but, uh, and then then we had um, uh, Tully Blanchard uh, wrestling in 2021 this was actually a very fucking good match well yeah because you have one of the best wrestlers on AEW which is Jungle yeah. Boy yeah like and then later on, another one of the other best wrestlers wrestled. Yeah, like, genuinely, like the the Jurassic Express, like I, I you, you know, when like we we say, oh god, like oh the the old people wrestling or whatever. This is the perfect example of when it's done right, how it can work because yeah. they've protected him, they let him do his spots, like whatever. They had him do that fun that, that little spot where it was like they all hold the ropes open for him, and he was like, he was like I'm not doing that, and he like done the strut away. <laughs> no. I love that they brought JJ Dillon in uh, in with him. I'm not a fan of J.J. Dillon, and it made me laugh so much that Eric Bischoff and J.J. Dillon were in the same room 
just mere days after Eric Bischoff went on his podcast and told JJ to go fuck himself. I thought that was brilliant. Um, I had to tweet that out because I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, please, please, please. I would love to see Eric Bischoff's face as JJ Dillon came out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was genuinely really well done. And Tyler, Tyler looked good for a man in his 60s. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they brought the old uh, NWA titles out with them, which is a really nice little touch. But uh, yeah, Big Show. Big Show had his uh, had his first appearance on the show. Old Big Show is he now? Is Paul, Paul White again? Paul White. Paul White was on the show. His 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 thing says no more BS. I quite like that. That's quite fun. Yeah, that is quite fun. Um, I can't blame him. No, and look, he 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 said that. Uh, well, for, for all accounts, what happened was he didn't like how he was treated. Uh, during that, sh- uh, raw it was what was it was it raw reunion show raw legends show that legends show weren't it the, the raw the raw where they had Randy Orton embarrass him like he he didn't mind that but he said like you know when he basically just gets told what to do whilst all the other legends that were there Mark Henry Ric Flair all that it's all a corporation with Vince and he just didn't feel he's been respected and fair enough he's he, he's earned that he's earned he's earned the right to to be like that. That's because Vince is thinking of him now as a Netflix superstar. That's why. Yeah, well, his show's been his show was cancelled anyway, but. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah, his show was cancelled, but yeah, he, so he um he indicated that basically he just wasn't he, he he believed that he had enough to do something in the ring, and Vince had the complete opposite and didn't want him doing any anything in the ring. So fair place to him. He's he he's a big name, a big a big face to put on like their new show. Fair enough. Who do you think the legend's going to be on uh, t- tonight at Revolution? Well, it's what will be someone from a former WCW background, right? So, what, Kevin Nash? Oh, Jesus, I would love... I, I, I love Kevin Nash so much. Got Hall. Um, see, they said Hall... You know, it's not Goldberg at the moment because he's re-signed a contract. No, he, he, said, he said Hall of Fame worthy, not someone that's actually in the Hall of Fame. So, I do... But oh, that, that, that doesn't mean that they're not in the Hall of Fame. See, Some people are trying to hit him like Dave Batista, but I nah, kind of think he's done with wrestling nah, at the moment. Nah, he's, nah. I, I know lots of people are saying Punk. I don't see Punk doing it. I think they may, maybe, but I, I don't know. I, I, whatever, it could be, it could be Punk. Um, I know Kurt Angle was someone that people were talking about mainly because uh, Kurt Angle's obviously just started a podcast with Conrad Thompson, so now all of Conrad's guys, other than Bruce Pritchard, are, are there at AEW. You know, that he's, he's got. Well, I can see Kurt Angle doing it just because Kurt Angle wants to be given that one more run wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So that that, that would be a that would be a fair shout, you know, because he um, I if he could get back into the groove again, maybe maybe he could actually have a proper comes back in and fucks up Kenny and wins the fucking AEW Championship would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it! Could you imagine how how much Dave Meltzer would have an aneurysm if if Kurt Angle came in and beat <laughs> Kenny, but. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. It, yeah, it's, it's gonna be interesting. I, I, I think. Um, I'm really worried though that it's gonna be like some random, like Japanese person who I've never heard of, or majority of the audience has never heard of, and everyone's just gonna be like, what? Other than like the people who follow New Japan, you know. Maybe it's the Dwayne Johnson or Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, got about yeah. I mean, Tony Khan's got a pretty big checkbook, but <laughs> I don't think that that big. <laughs> 
Could you imagine if, like, if, if, that, if, if something like Austin was on the show? But I'm pretty sure Vince would die. I'm pretty sure Vince would drop down dead, like, in, in, at the age of 76. I'm pretty sure. Or we find out the reason why they can't get hold of Brock is because he's now coming to AEW. Well, that was that was genuinely one of the names that has been sort of circulating mm. was was Brock because he 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 wrestles for a paycheck at the end of the day. He doesn't have a. At the end of, also, though, I don't think Brock would put up with their bullshit over there. Nah, nah. He'd end up kicking a lot of people's teeth in, and him and Chris Jericho will probably get to blows a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I can't believe that Tony Khan would be the same boss that Vince is to Brock, which Vince sort of like you know respects. Um, uh, Vince and Brock have like a sort of like love hate respect relationship. I can't imagine Tony Khan having that sort of relationship with, with a Brock Lesnar. Tony Khan would be fucking shit scared of him. Well, oh. Vince isn't shit scared of fucking. Oh, 100%. Him, Brock well, yeah, that's one of my favourite ever clips when uh, when uh, Brock was made to beat what? Roman and he didn't want to, and then uh, he just he threw throws the belt at, at Vince and he goes, yeah. An an he goes, you asshole! <laughs> that's fucking great. I love that. Um, but yeah, what, what else? What else do we have uh, on AW? Oh, we had the. Uh, the inner circle thing, which was just hilarious. Yep, with the other best wrestler on this show on there. Who, who's that? Stu Grayson. He's oh, fucking right, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, literally, they're probably two best wrestlers in that company. It's Stu Grayson and fucking Jungle Boy. Yeah, yeah. So that that that, that match is a really good match to end the show on as well. Very good. But yeah, yeah. And they had their little press conference, which uh, Eric Bischoff popped his head back up and gave Dave Meltzer an aneurysm, as as he always does when he pops up. Um, uh, and, and Conrad Thompson managed to uh, plug his plug his shows while being called Turkey Tits. <laughs> Travelled all the way from Alabama uh, just to be come here to bring some of my belts over, yeah. and this is the thing I get. Yeah, I just come here to give you some NWA titles, and, and you call me Turkey Tits. <laughs> that was funny. I like that. Yeah, I, I I always enjoy seeing Eric on the show. I think Eric's so good, genuinely. Um, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed. I thought the. I thought the pacing of Dynamite this week was really good. In like, it was like bang, 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 non-stop. You know, it was constantly something happening. Yeah, it was, it was really good on things, and you had stories going. And then next week will probably suck because it's restarting some stories up. Because well, we have their first yeah. actual pay per view yeah. of the year. Yeah, exactly. Revolutions tonight. So yes. And in six months' time, we'll have the second pay per view of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with 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 twelve with twelve special shows in between, you know. Which mean twelve? There'd be about thirty <laughs> special shows in between. We've already had twelve already yes. in the t- first two months. That's true. Um, and SmackDown. Now, this was not my favourite show of the week by any stretch. I think. Nah. I think they spent an awful long time on the Brian Roman thing for Fastlane, which I get. They got to build the match or whatever. But that legitimately yeah, took then, up half then, the and then, they turn, and then they turned racist. And then they did something with Apollo, which I just don't get. They gave him a freaking African spear, like a tribe spear, and yeah, gave I, an I, I was behind all that to start with, until he opened his mouth, and I was like, but we all know that's not how you talk. Yeah. I, 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 now, you just, now I feel WWE just being racist. Yeah, it was just a bit odd. I, 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 and honestly, it's a bit, I was sat here at my desk um, doing some work, and SmackDown was sort of on in the background. I was paying half attention to it. And then I sort of looked, looked over and thought, what the hell is happening there? When he was stood in the ring with the two guys behind him and the spear. I was like, oh, no. Oh, God, no. I I, I had it muted. And I had I feared to unmute from, from what was happening. Because I thought, oh, dear God, this is going to be hideously racist, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. It, was, it wasn't the best thing. 
Um, I'll, I'll, I'll wait to see where it goes, but that was it was a bit bizarre. But yeah, um, other than that, they really didn't do much. The still cage match was very very good at the end. You know, you're never going to have a bad Daniel Bryan yeah. and Jey Uso match, are you? But it just sort of was what it was. Shane Jey Uso lost there. Yeah, I don't. What the hell are they doing with him now? That's the problem. But it's just so they built him so well. They had him. Right yeah, there. but at the moment until. Until his brother comes back, sort of thing, and until you pack out Roman Reigns' group, yeah, see, is the guy who's got to be taking part of the hit on the side of Roman you know, my, 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 instead of being out to be pushed. My, my biggest fear is that Jimmy's going to come back and they're going to just throw him straight back in back into the tag division, and like they kind of, I think part of them they they, they will because it's one way of trying to own all the belts. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! But, but I mean, I just I just have this fear that they're just going to like, sort of go back to doing their own thing uh, and whatever. I don't know. I think to start with, you'll end up with the storyline between the two brothers. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. They've got so many things they can do with with like in fighting within the, the family and stuff. So, but as long as it ends with the Usos still being the Uso tag team, I don't care because I will. I can't. I don't can't live in a world where I don't have my Uso tag team. Yeah. Oh, and and. Well, it's not worth and we finally had Buddy Murphy uh, see, step, see Seth again. What is fucking what going on with that guy? No idea. I don't want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. I don't want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. No I don't idea. want to. Be, I want to lick your balls. I don't want to lick your balls. No idea whatsoever. But yeah, it was. I don't know. It was very. It was a very strange SmackDown because, as you said on Raw, for example, Raw was very heavily focused on Mania. SmackDown was pretty much entirely focused on. Fastlane, right? Like that was it, which is fine, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, the as I said, you got the tag team titles where it's Wrestle SmackDown's WrestleMania Women's Championship match going up against, and yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and especially the scary thing is, is for me is if they actually let them win the belts, how do you down tell the story for WrestleMania? And what happens? Who takes the fucking in here? If you don't, who takes the loss? I don't know. Really, I don't. I really don't know. Like, this is the thing, right? We, we said it about New Japan earlier. They book themselves into these situations, and then you're like, "But you got yourself into this goddamn situation when you didn't need to." They, I don't know. It's, it's they. They have this habit of just the the women's titles have to be involved with a women's champion. It just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I will never get it. But, uh, but there was another key thing that happened on SmackDown. Poor Reggie. Say that again? Poor Reggie. Did I miss it? I must have missed something. Carmella sacked him. Oh, sorry, I thought you said Edge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said yeah, Reggie. I thought, said, I thought you said Edgy. I was like, what the bloody call him Edgy for? Like, yeah, Reggie. Yeah. Oh, there's an R in it. I couldn't hear it, yeah. Yeah, Reggie. Yeah, I know. Um, he's, he's... He got sacked, Shh. and then Sasha smacked him yeah. up, and then she slammed the door in his face. But yeah, there is a tag team woman that's into I, suppose, I like the fact that he's just sort of sticking around I don't, even, I don't know who he is really but there we are he was Carmella's no I know, I, I, yeah, I, know, I know but it's like he just came out of nowhere and now they're actually building him as a character which is so funny I like it it's, it's, it's entertaining oh, I think Sasha missed out on some great opportunity there <laughs> um, so revolution tonight revolution tonight 
who do you th- who do you think's winning the barbed wire exploding death match? Of course, it's going to be Kenny. It's got to be Kenny in it. This is just hope his just hope his bit on the side gets blown up by one of the mines. The, uh, I'm very very intrigued to see what the hell this match turns out as, but I'm also very very scared that it's going to look very cheesy, and like. You know, you know, Kenny used to do those. What was the, what was the promotion in Japan? DDT. Yeah. You know the comedy crap. Oh, when he wrestled the fan, you Yeah, and like when he wrestled in a river and all that crap and the blow up doll and all this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really scared that it's going to look like cheesy rather than like as they anticipate. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you have John Moxley. Yeah, involved, that's so. that's my only that's my only like hope for it is that because John Moxley's there. But by the looks of it, so it sounds as though. There's the, the three sides of the ring are covered in barbed wire, blah, blah, blah. When you hit into it, it explodes. And every, I think they said every 10 minutes or something, or every five minutes, they're coming, there's like intervals, explode, there, something will explode. And then there's... What, a, they throw uh, grenades into the <laughs> yeah. ring, yeah. Um, and then at the end of like, I think it's a 30 minute time limit, the matches. And at the end of the 30 minutes, if the match isn't over, then everything explodes. So... I mean, can't... Has anyone pre won the fans that they got to be out by the end of 30 minutes? So yeah. If the whole ring is back. Yeah. Um, as you see, it, you have 10 down. seconds before building goes back. Yeah. Um, anyone told uh, Tony Khan's dad that they're blowing up inside the arena? <laughs> yeah. This is one way to go back on the road, isn't it? Um, yeah. So the, I'm, 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 I'm wondering whether or not they're going to have a clean win for Kenny or if they're both just going to die in a horrific explosion at the end of the show. I can foresee both of those things happening. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the show. It should be good. There's, there's only there's eight matches, I think. So not actually as many as what I thought. No, there's nine matches. I think there's one on the pre-show, right? There's always going to be one on the pre-show. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So eight, eight on the main card, one on the pre-show. Yeah, it should be, it should be good. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to most of them. I'm, I'm looking forward actually to that uh, Darby Allen, Sting Street Fight. Well, you know what? I was looking at this one. A team Taz's team really need to win, but you know it's Darby and Sting getting it. Yeah, I mean they've been look they've been made to look pretty shitty, like Team Taz, like no wins and stuff recently. So yeah, but yeah, you're right. It's like it's, they're not going to beat Sting, are they? And I don't fully understand this match of face at the Revolution ladder match, which I'm assuming potentially because there's still uh, another person calling to this to be added yes. to it. Yeah, that could be where the former WWE person show comes in but I just don't get how you can make it that it seems like your TNT championship is more important than your AEW one when you could have been leading it to a shot at the AEW title fair enough that means Cody can't be involved but they have, they have lots of they have lots of these sort of things so like they have because they have like a like casino tag team royale um, thing yeah. don't they for the uh, eight, the tag team championships <laughs> so yeah you're right like the face of the revolution just doesn't really mean anything. You know? I don't know. Not when it's, you have the face of the revolution when it's, well, V-Belt, even though apparently for them, they're both the same little, well, they're not, because one's a TV title and the other one's a... Yeah. Is it, is, is it my <laughs> ass? Tell, tell me that Darby Allen's belt has been built up anywhere close to, uh, to Kenny Omega's, like, please, please. Well, it was when Cody was a champ, if I'm honest. Cody did a good job of trying to build it up. Yeah, yeah, Cody did very well, and then obviously dropped it to Brody. Then obviously Brody got sick and dropped it back to Cody, and then it's just sort of fizzled since then. So what you're trying to say is Darby Allen's not quite the same main event caliber opponent. 
I mean, also, yeah, he's not been built up enough yet to be to be up there. And also, since he's actually held the belt, he's been in a freaking tag team. <laughs> it's like, why is he not? Even, he's not even been really a singles wrestler as such. Like they've been focusing on him and Sting, right? So and I actually thought this was supposed to lead to probably Sting and Darby Allen having a one-on-one. But now, if you've got the face of the river, unless Sting ends up being that two BA one. He just suddenly appears at the end and just wins that other God, match. Could you imagine if they had Sting do double duty as well? Like, like... Sonny, he just does a Brock Lesnar in the, like Money in the Bank match. Just shows up at the very end and just picks up. The... I would love to see, only if Sting comes down to the ring as quickly as Brock Lesnar did and as violently as Brock Lesnar did. With... No, because what they'll do is they'll put him underneath the ring and then yeah. they'll show the lights out and he'll and have just to be come up the top. He... The lights will come back on, he'll be like halfway up. Like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I'm not as sprightly as I used to be. Lights will come on and he won't still have a clue where the fuck he is. What the fuck? My eye vision isn't the same as it used to be. I I like Sting, by the way. But yeah, it's like, yeah, God. I'm looking forward to that, though, because he he, he does look like he can go, especially in a tag match and in a street match. I've got to admit, he definitely looked a lot better, didn't he? Yeah, he definitely did. Like, uh, last week he looked blown up really quickly. But yeah, this, this week he looked better. Um, Maybe if he goes against a smaller guy than the bigger guy, he won't blow up as quick. Yeah, Brian Cage is a big <laughs> fucking dude. He's a big, big dude. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to tonight. It should be good. It should be good. But uh, anyway, that was this week in wrestling. That was uh, I enjoy. I genuinely enjoyed this week, and I think Revolution is going to be a very good show. AEW normally does knock it out of the park on pay per views. They normally do a very, very good show yeah. pay per views. They're very good at doing because it's, wrestling it's a, Yeah, exactly. It's just wrestling matches. But there's there's lots of gimmicks on this show as well. Lots of gimmick matches. You know, you've got the barbed wire deathmatch, street fight. You've got, um, you've got the battle royals and stuff and ladder match. You've got lots of gimmicks, which is weird. They haven't. There's not really any just straight wrestling matches. Other than the Bucks. Other than the Bucks match, really. It's like... And then there's the other tag team match with uh, Rio from the Rose of Britt Baker. Yeah, but no. Then there's another tag team match, yeah, which is not... tra- all the tag team matches are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, all the tag team matches. Match. But, but also they, the, other than like the the men's tag team title match, it's like none of the others really have got much build either. Are you chatting about? They've been building a mirror, Kip Saban and best friends for a Canadian. Yeah, but also Kip Saban hasn't wrestled in like months. But he had his wedding ruined. <laughs> yeah, no. he didn't. But it was the aftermath of his wedding. I, I, just, just my, my personal opinion. I hate what they've done with Miro in AEW. I think it's an, they've done an awful job. So like, they, you're right. They have, they have attempted to build it. I've just not really cared. You are right. Yeah, that you are. It's just my personal opinion. I just, don't, I, I, I think. Oh, don't get me wrong, they haven't done a great job with yeah, Mirror. Yeah. But don't tell me they haven't been doing a story because you just don't like him at the moment, how they built it. No, no, you, no you're, you're right. Uh, to be honest, I forgot the match was even on the card, if I'm completely honest. So when I said it, I'd completely forgotten it was even there. But anyway, it should, it, it'll be a good show. There'll be There's going to be lots of uh, ups and downs. It's like AW always gets some criticism from usually the women, but the women's matches that are on this card look to, that they should be pretty <laughs> solid. If Akira Shoshida doesn't win her match, I'm going to be pissed. She has to. She has to. She has to. Like, and we've also got to wait to find out if Rebel's still going to be in that tag team match because apparently she was injured and they're waiting to find out oh, if she right, recovered okay. in time. I didn't know that. Right. That's what they were, that's what they were saying on AEW Dynamite when they spoke about it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. If you watched the show, bit if you watched the show a bit with a bit more detail, you would have spotted that part. I yeah, uh, I, I I stay up late and I'm watching about three a.m. God damn it. Yep, and then if I watch it on repeat, I get to see this information. Yeah, no, I I I, I, compl- I completely forgot. But 
Right. Yeah, well, she's she's currently still listed, so we'll see. Well, yeah, they say it, if she's being visually injured, they're just waiting to see if she's cleared or not. If not, Britt Breaker's got to find somebody else. Right, well that is it for this week in wrestling. Head on over and follow us on Twitter at SCW underscore podcast where I'll be live tweeting tonight's revolution and uh, same over on Facebook. Uh, like and subscribe. He's lying, he'll be asleep. Okay, I'll be fast asleep. Like and subscribe to us here on this channel. Uh, we'll be reviewing revolution and all the other wrestling that happens in the next week, next weekend. Uh, and we'll see you next time. We are 